Half a trillion dollars for what? It's November 15th, 2023, and these are your headlines. We say it time and time again, the problem at the southern border is getting so much worse, and now we have more numbers to back that up. After fiscal year 2023 saw record numbers of illegal alien encounters at the southwest border, a new report shows that the crisis is costing American taxpayers around $451 billion per year. $451 billion. This new report was released by the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security, and it revealed the staggering amount taxpayers lose to funding illegal aliens' health care, education, and housing. Additionally, with the influx of illegal alien encounters, taxpayers are left to bear the brunt of costly extra law enforcement. The report takes into account the millions of illegal aliens released by the Department of Homeland Security, led by, of course, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, as well as the 1.7 million gotaways that escape federal custody. Last month, the House Judiciary Committee revealed that the Biden administration has failed to remove more than 99% of illegal aliens who have been released into the U.S. in the two years from President Biden's inauguration in January 2021 through March 31st of this year. Imagine that, 99% get through. Authorities have removed only 108,000 from at least 2.15 million illegal aliens released. And that was when that study was done back in March. It's taking a toll on Texas taxpayers too. We know this in the Lone Star State, of course. In 2021, Texas, uh, our Attorney General Ken Paxton released that te- uh, revealed that Texans pay an average of about $152 million a year to house illegal aliens, between $62 and $90 million to include illegals in Texas's emergency Medicaid program, and between $579 million and $717 million for hospitals to provide uncompensated medical care. With the problem getting worse, the legislature has been tasked with trying to stop this and fix it here in Texas. And now we have the latest on that. Two pieces of border security legislation received approval from the Texas House late last night. Two pieces. So you have Senate Bill 3, that's one bill, which provides $1.5 billion for the maintenance, operation, and construction of border barrier infrastructure. Think walls, think uh, those, those buoys that we saw in the Rio Grande. It also sets aside $40 million for the Texas Department of Public Safety to use for policing the Colony Ridge development north of Houston. SB3 expects to increase Texas's border walls to more than 100 miles of non-continuous border wall. Of the $1.5 billion, $1.2 is being, uh, being set aside for border wall construction with the construction expected to occur in Maverick, Star, Valverde, and Webb counties. That's Senate Bill 3. Senate Bill 4 creates a new state crime for entering Texas illegally and authorizes Texas law enforcement to arrest and prosecute people who cross the border illegally anywhere in Texas. Punishment starts with up to six months in jail for a first-time offender and two years in jail for a second-time offender. Illegal border crossers can be returned to the port of entry in order to leave the country or face stiffer penalties. And although several Democrats attempted to include amendments to weaken the measure, 
all amendments failed to be approved. They started debating the bill around noon yesterday and were actually done by around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Different than the last time they attempted to pass this legislation, they went till 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning as Democrats tried to jam up the works. They certainly tried this time. In total, 52 amendments were filed, most of them by Democrats. However, by the time House lawmakers got through the 14th Amendment, State Representative Jared Patterson filed a motion to end debate and vote on the measure. Essentially, this is a motion that you very rarely see done. It's kind of moving the previous question is what it's called. And essentially, it's a vote to say, okay, we've had enough. We've had enough debate. We've had enough of these amendments. Let's have a vote on the actual bill. And lawmakers were certainly eager to get that done, especially because at this point, we had seen Democrats try amendment after amendment to weaken the bill, and they were all being voted down. The measure ultimately passed. Senate Bill 3, the funding bill, must return to the Senate for approval due to an additional amendment added in the House. Senate Bill 4 will now move to the governor's desk. The Texas House is expected to take up legislation on school choice and education funding when lawmakers return on Friday. Do you want to see the world around you change? Are you looking for an internship that will help Texans lead the way in our country? Texas Scorecard provides real news for real Texans and is one of the fastest growing news outlets in the state. Right now, Scorecard is looking for young people interested in journalism and media. We call it the fellowship. Not exactly that kind of fellowship, but you will find yourself around like-minded world changers dedicated to telling stories that matter to Texans. We're looking for young people ages 18 to 25 to join our paid fellowship. All fellows will receive a monthly stipend of $2,000 to cover their expenses. Fellows will have the opportunity to specialize in one of three tracks, writing, research, and administration. Go to texasscorecard.com fellowship to apply today. Lastly, a bit of election news. After losing his race for a seat in the Texas Senate by just 659 votes, Republican candidate Adam Hinojosa seeking a rematch. Hinojosa announced this week that he's officially filed for Senate District 27. This is in South Texas. It includes B, Cameron, Kennedy, Clayburg, San Patricio, uh, and Willisee counties, as well as parts of Hidalgo and Nueces counties. Should he receive the Republican nomination, it would set up another race between him and Democrat Senator Morgan Lamontia. In one of the closest elections in Texas, Hinojosa fell short of 50% of the vote in 2022 by a mere 0.19%. 0.19% of very small margin losing to Democrat Morgan Lamontia. Notably, by the way, it must be said that Lamontia's top donor in 2022 was a group called Texans for Lawsuit Reform. Now, that group might sound familiar. If it does, you know them as the organization that was behind in many ways and certainly accused of being behind the push to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton. They ostensibly support Republicans, but in this situation, they supported a Democrat, despite the fact that clearly by the outcome in that race being so narrow, there was a viable Republican option. Lamontia has not commented yet on Hinojosa's entrance into the race. 
For more of today's stories, go to texasscorecard.com.